Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Boom, we're on. We're on live. And we have the legend, Gary Falls. Comedian. Next up, coming by King, mate. Thanks for coming on my podcast. No, mate, I'm buzzing to come on it. I've gave you at the start, but we're kidding, I'm getting it again. This is for the for the people of Springburn, mate. Right? This is my Kit Kat Chunky. Thank you. To the people of Poso. Thank you, I really appreciate <laughs> that, mate. That's one of the best guests I've ever received. Right, I've got a question to ask you. I can't hold it any longer. Let's go. How did you manage banging? <laughs> Straight <laughs> to the point. I mean, Atomic kitten gig. Right. What was that? How did you meet her? But how did you get Atomic kitten gig? Your friend Ron, she was like, who the fuck's mm, that? Who's guy? that handsome? With the bills that one. Eye, who's that? <laughs> Absolute fucking stunner. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was that, mate, right here. Really, mate, right that here. That was that. Did you just walk up to her and go, right, you? She fired any of me. No way. Aye. How would you not believe that? I don't believe that, but how did you get, why did you get an Atomic kitten gig? You don't want the kind of guy that goes to. Why no? I like okay. my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was it. Game over. Shagging. And every paper in the UK and magazine almost. Mm. What am I saying? My show off. Did, did, did it hurt you a bit? Aye. I hate it, man. Do you? Why? Because I was in the, the two papers last week. I just like your attention. Why no? You're a comedian. I, I, but I want him to like, do big gigs, right? But I don't like the fact that people try to break into your life and find your faults. You know but we all get faults anyway. And that's mm-hmm. what the papers do, mate. They're going to promote you and then they're going to fucking shoot you down. Mm-hmm. But it, there's no such thing as bad publicity, so just roll with it. Do you think so, mate? I think that's the case. How about the saying? Just saying I was just too sexy for you guys to win one, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, obviously. Because I was in babe station, mate. Because <laughs> 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 my name used to be Stephanie, you know what I mean? I've got a beard. My granny had a beard, I know. I think every granny's got a beard. Possible. And a wee mm-hmm. pair, my name, mate. She was mm-hmm. fucking evil. How long have you been in the comedy? Four years, mate. You enjoying it? I, but I was enjoying it, mate, until I was in the papers. Like, I thought. I always thought I wanted to be famous, but I just wanted to be a big comedian without the attention, you know what I mean, the, the media. F- fame doesn't mean shit, mate, in the papers that doesn't mean shit, it's about what you want to do and what levels you want to go and how, what you want to do in life, mm-hmm. like sticks and stones at the end of the words, it doesn't mean shit, mate. That is, mate, isn't it? So you've got to take it in the chin, you've got to take the good with the bad and you've just got to realise it's, it's only words, mate, it doesn't mean shit, so don't, there's no point in ever letting it worry you or stress you or, that's just the way did it is. Did it all phase you when you're in glow and stuff like the media? Did that know? At the start, it did, because obviously they dig up worry shit, they dig up bad stuff. Do you know what I mean? That's what they do. But you can't let it phase you. You kind of get used to it and realise they're only doing their job as well. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They're doing their job, and as much as they can tarnish your name, they can also 
push it mm-hmm. to do other things and get the attention. But you're a comedian. Well, you've done me the homeless thing. That's a good example. Ah, it was good, mate. Aye. So we did that. I did a doc for him. Does not know? I did a documentary, Homeless at Christmas, where I went homeless for seven days through Christmas. Um, what with my good man Gordon Campbell there. Hi, Log G. <laughs> Darren again. How are we, boys? Darren um, chips. So we did a documentary, Homeless at Christmas, and yeah. Uh, that was a good thing. That was a good experience. Where did you sleep? Did you sleep the same place for the seven days, or did you move about? Different. Slept different places, man. Slept at Chapel Doorway. Slept in McCannon Street. Uh, down lanes, under bridges, just wherever you, you get Did you get any grief? I never get any grief, but the people who were in the documentary were getting hit and spat on. Some of them getting raped, mm-hmm. stabbed, set in fire. So it was. It's. It's grim, mate. So it's grim. So people think they've got a tough life, but. That's that's very hard and it really fucked with my mind because to hear these stories, mate, I'm not a psychologist and it kind of played on my mind what they actually go through and it was it was a tough experience, man. But it's something that I'm glad I did because it's opened up so many doors and so much help's getting done and we're doing massive things with the the show that we did there with raised four grand and it's went to uh, survival kits and getting flats, uh, Payments towards we've met up with a guy Ricky and Julie who run Street Connects. So we've met up with a letting agency who are going to give us homes to rehome people and that. So massive things, man. And we've got another couple of shows next week. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's a massive problem. It's a problem that's doubled since 2010, and the problem seems to be getting worse. So it was just to get raise awareness, and like I say, it's it's, it's getting us. So Did you think it was as bad as you thought, or was that a complete culture shock when you got there? Culture shock, mate, because we, even though we've all got the blinkers on, <coughs> when you go down the tune. So bad, isn't it? It's it's there's so many people, mm-hmm. there's so many people, and you kind of forget because we've all got our own problems, our own struggles. But when you actually take time to speak to a homeless person and, re- and, and remind yourself that they are human beings, mm-hmm. they've once had a home, kids, um, a job, but people don't understand the way things are going. You're only like one wage slip, two wage slips to being on the street yourself. And mm-hmm. every soup kitchen I was at, there wasn't. It was people with two jobs that were at these soup kitchens. People who can't afford to pay their bills that are still struggling. But I was, I, uh, I went homeless, as you know, after boxing day. After you came off street, I went on street for a night on the last day. Do you know what I mean? But I went to city mission and I was talking to people who had jobs, mm-hmm. but they were homeless, and I was like, "Can mental?" Oh, that's crazy. How did you survive? I was on that day, mate. So it's not really. I went to city mission at ten o'clock, mate. Got my wee heat done, but I stayed with my pal Davy Smith the first night, second night the city mission, and then the third night my pal Lindsay that he's in. But it, your eyes, back, it? Mate, it was horrible. Makes you it appreciate life a wee I've bit. I've never felt so, like even as a comedian, that was only a couple of months ago. So I'm a fairly good profile in Scotland, do you know what I mean? And to feel like people don't imagine that I can make two or three grand a gig and then one minute I'm fucking homeless and I've I felt pure lonely, mate. It's mine being my I was at the house, you know what I mean? But I've never felt so lonely. Like I felt pure dark, you know what I mean? Mm. I went to him with Shannon Center and they said to his I said, Listen, mate, I'm homeless, need a flat and he's like, Oh, but what kind of benefits you take? I said, I'm not on benefits. He said, we can't help you unless you're on benefits or you need to pay £60 a night. I said, why would I pay £60 a night to stay in a fucking a, 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 a mad dangerous place? You would just go and get an Airbnb. So they couldn't help us, mate, unless I got benefits, which, because it was Christmas, would have been the, after the, f- the 3rd or 4th of January, you know what I mean? But it was fucking brutal. That's tough, mate, but it opens your eyes. That's mm-hmm. only one day, mate. Can you imagine doing it for 25? And then I seen your video, mate, and I was like, impacted, you know what I mean? You can imagine doing it for 25, yeah. <coughs> and people think, like I say, I've said it again, man, we're human beings, man, we're all connected, we're all as one, and we, we kind of so disconnected that we forget that it's human beings lying there, man, it's somebody's son or daughter, you know what I mean? Or says in the documentary, mother or father, someday, someday do you know what I mean? It's, and we forget to see people suffer like that, somebody dying. If you never had these charities, <coughs> And I've said it before, there's so much generosity goes on through 
the soup kitchens, the shelters, the charities, but the problem's still getting worse. It's the, the, the mindsets of these people to hit a low and accept the abuse that they take is, it's no right, it's no normal. Do you find the council there enough? I think there's, like I say, there's a, there's a lot of stuff they are getting offered as well, but it's the mindset that needs to change. But there's no point. Eh, we've discussed it, like I say, with the rent agency that we can't rehome somebody that's got addiction problems or mental health problems because they're not going to keep their house. So they need to change the mindset, changing their belief system, working on their confidence, their self-esteem, raising them up a wee bit, picking them up, and then putting them into the house. So that's where Ricky and Julie come in from Street Connect, where. They're on drug programmes, so after the 12-week programmes, and then we can offer them a house because they're ready to take that next step. So there's a lot of, there is a lot of help out there, but there's not enough in my eyes. I think everybody needs to get together, put their heads together, and come up with a better solution, better system to change it, because the problem's getting worse, man. It's not just people, people see it as people with addictions, or they say, oh, he's a junkie, this and that, but you've got to remember, the majority of people who go in the streets are clean. When I was doing my documentary, I was getting offered drugs every 20 minutes, so when you're that low, it's easy to take it and go, do you know what, fuck it. Mate, I wanted to get a drink, mm-hmm. seeing as what I'm about, like, I think I'm fucking, my, I came to my pal's house, it was nine in the morning, they dropped me after the Hamish Allen Centre, and uh, as, soon as, as soon as I left it, mate, I was like, I might just get a drink, just fucking sleep in a bush, because it makes arm, you know what I mean, but mm-hmm. what could that have led to? But it's to numb your pain, that's it's it. to forget right. that. If I'm doing that and I'm not an addict, mm-hmm. it shows you that that's what an addict suffers. Yeah, because it's easy to fall back into that trap, long you're an army for? Yeah, uh, ten years. What were you then? I'm a just helicopters. To be helicopter guy. That's how you suit these bad boys. That's it. When's the next gig? Next gig is uh, Friday and Saturday at the Tunder. Next solo show. Still tickets available for Still people tickets, listening. Mate, Get your fingers out, people, man, because this guy is funny as fuck. <clears throat> not as funny as me, but he's funny, man. No, he's I'm funny, nice you're handsome. Yeah, you're the handsome yeah, part. Like, I'm the giggles, not I'm like so what's the next step for these? What's the, what's the goals? What's the plans? So I've, I've sold out. I've, the Glasgow Comedy Festival is in March, as you know. Um, I've sold out the stand in the 10th. Then I've got the Rotunda in the 18th. Uh, still tickets for the 18th of March. Go to my website, garyfalls.co.uk. Uh, and then after that, next year, I'm doing the SECC, which we'll talk about, because mm-hmm. you're doing the big event in the Hydro. The hydro. Um, so that, I'm paying for that myself, pretty much. So that's how I'm working. I'm, I had to get a job again. Because every time I speak to you, you're, you're going somewhere. We were at a college a couple of days ago oh, as well. Got to keep grinding, man. Got to keep gigging in a college, man. I've gigged anywhere. Yeah, I've gigged exactly. in a house party before <laughs> for a hundred pound. Just like ten minutes for Eckies. So you want? That was mate. It's dynamite. Season I loved money, it. Mate, mm-hmm. But like I see that's what people. You've got to keep grinding, man. Got to keep working, man. Got to keep tr- doing it until you get eventually get that break. And like I see you get doing it every day, and that's why. I think it's brilliant you're on here, mate, because I think you're funny as fuck. Actually, for people who don't know me, guys, I actually met uh, my first gig up in Inverness. That's brutal, wasn't it? Oh, it's horrible, mate. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> horrible, mate. Don't be watching. It is horrible. Um, I couldn't be, uh, was I hosting it? You were hosting oh, it. Fucking <laughs> hell, mate. But I remember when I, the first time I met you, because I was talking about all that, you know I go all that fucking motivational and spiritual way, but you put a book out your rucksack. Uh, Tony I thought you were going to pull it a bar Tony of Robbins and the secret we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You believe in all that? I love it, mate. Positive, if you think positive, you get positive. Mm-hmm. Like seeing I've been negative, negative things have happened. Mm-hmm. Been buzzing for life and, and forward thinking, good things happen, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're the same, mate, actually. I mean, you clicked, wasn't it? Aye. So Two boys for the scheme, next next areas to each other so as Gary's well. So, Springburn and for Postle, that's right next to each other. Postle, you'll say, you'll say Postle, Postle you're famous, Park. wasn't it? Postle Park. <laughs> yeah. It's actually Hamilton Hill. <laughs> the West End. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, me and Gary, we met in Inverness and it's been, we've been mad, innit, ever Aye. since, man. 
See when they say it's like James English and I looked you up, mate, and I was like, oh no, man, he's glow cunch. He's gonna be fucking if you're knob. You see, that mate, I was like, that's bromance, man. I'm gonna marry this guy, man. Honestly, the complete opposite of what I thought you were going to be. Cause you see, it's like you judge the show, you don't judge the you don't judge the person. Know what I mean? So I was like, let's give a fucking. Everybody, you know yourself. Everybody, everybody, everybody judges, don't they? Including myself, and that's where. We need to stop, man, because everybody's got a story. Everybody knows something that we don't. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I can understand where you're coming from. The majority of people get that. I go, you actually know a wanker. I go, oh, fuck, I don't know how to take that as a compliment <laughs> or an insult. <laughs> but I hadn't watched the show until I seen you. I mean, I met you. I started watching it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that was decent. Good on them, you know. Lying I mean? bastard. <laughs> I did. I did watch a couple. You can show tell he's a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> the camera guy at found us. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kick fucking. <laughs> I mean, uh, the angles were all fucked. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 Aye. So, what's the what's what we doing then? What's the plan? What's but, it for the next comedy? What's the big one you were saying? SECC. SECC, mate. I just want to go for it. Go hard or go home. That's weird because I mean, can I put half? The media was the negative. You know what I mean? But. It kind of put me off there for a few weeks, and I got back in. I'm going to see Tony Robbins in April mm-hmm. down in London, and it kind of got me back into things. And I was like, Is it, You're saying yourself, I mean, you're kind of motivated as a wee bit tonight. Mm-hmm. You're saying, like, Just keep going for it. Like, any press is it's man. They're, they're going to fuck you, man. They're going mm-hmm. to hound you. That's just the media. I'm not going to hound you, know what I mean? It's causing me to Explain it about your old boy. He was a. Uh, I thought he was up. Uh, so I've got two dads, right? Typical Glasgow being fucking. My first dad, Freddie Jones, uh, was a what I thought was a bank robber. He's mm-hmm. not a bank robber. He's a he robbed a cash van, and uh, during that robbery, somebody got shot in the head and they got the head blew off. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all I know. All I know was about the robbery because my stepdad, David Folds, brought me up. Uh, was a respectable guy, but my, my real dad, I just got kind of snippets of the story, but I could find on internet when I was older and stuff. And uh, and I was in the Times. You know, Paul Stacey put a wee story in, but if the first phone, my kind of my bank robbery story and uh, and I asked if a national media phone is up she's like oh do you know your dad was a, a house robber as well and I was like what the fuck they were just digging things up that I didn't know about they spoke to the reporter that done the story and, and I'm just a bit with it because they were asking me to comment on it and I was like listen I was two when that robbery happened and I've never seen him since why are you asking me questions mm-hmm. yeah I fucking phoned him <laughs> and then I phoned it my brother my, my uh, Craig is a fucking big drug dealer as well who got the jail in Madrid and all that but I just found this out through this mad lassie and I'm like but if, that's no you, mate. That's everybody. But that's my problem. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fuck everybody else, man. I don't give, don't give a fuck what anybody says, mate. You're on a good path, man, and you're doing well with your life. No matter what you've came through, you're changing your life to better your life and do well for yourself, for your wins, for your misses, and you're your setting goals, mate. So mm-hmm. fuck. Don't live in the past, mate. Don't live in fear either with mm-hmm. what people say. Fuck everybody. I don't give a fuck. Do you know what I mean? I don't care what anybody says because you're a strong person you've, for what you've came through, and no matter what anybody writes, you're going to do big things anyway, man. So you just got to stay in the past, stay positive, and and don't dip back into that past or what people's going to think. Because if you give them that, your energy, that's when they fear depression, guilt, and then you don't want to day comedy anymore. And then you you want to change your job, and then you get depressed, mm-hmm. and then you start eating or you start feeling like shit. You want to start drinking. It leads into a big vicious circle. So it's all about fucking believing in yourself, man. And no matter what, any, and if for anybody listening, I mean, no matter how fucking dark your past is or what you've done, people can change. People can better their life as long as you learn from it, grow from it. Then you can again. achieve anything, oh, man. And what I'm saying is, anybody that's done bad in the past can learn. If you learn and grow from your mistakes, then you can help others not make the same mistakes mm-hmm. as you. So you can make the world a better place. Well, that's it, man. Use your know weakness as a strength. Exactly, man. So fuck with anybody. I seen that meme. No, I love that meme. No, I mean like deposit memes. Mm-hmm. Like, or the same last year, share, like mm-hmm. new me, new year, and all that kind of shit. But one of the last year, one it was a cracker, and it was don't focus on your 
don't focus on your your history, focus on your destiny. Exactly. You know, it's one of your man's in it. It's exactly. Like, get rid of all that negative chat and just kind of. Exactly. Do you think that affected you, but when you were younger? Uh, I didn't. I, I did. My ma told me my, the typical scheme man. Your dad was in the jail. Your ma told you what in the rigs. Mm. I remember yeah, watching mate. Piper Alpha mate and greeting, you know what I mean? I was like, my dad's died, you know what I mm. mean? But I, I didn't really know me. I knew I was not David's stepson, because there's got stepsisters and that who, who love me to death, you know what I mean? And obviously David been fucking man of the fault, he's been breaking her big crime family, but I have no association to them at all. Um, so that's another problem people go, is folds. But even if you did, it doesn't fucking matter because you're doing things with your life. Mm-hmm. You're achieving things, you're not robbing banks, you're not doing other things, do you know what I mean? So people can't tell you the same brushes. I just mate. do like a Tesco, mate. Exactly, I do Marks and Spencers. Do you like Marks Spencers? What's it like inside? It's good, mate. Stinking a quiche? Uh, I just walk about for the smell, <laughs> mate, get on a posh. The Percy only Pigs. Get there, only get in there when it's nine o'clock, mate, to get everything cheap, mate, 20 pence, 30 pence. So I do, do walk out for Marks Spencers. Do you ever see that in Tesco where they're all fighting there? Like you go into Tesco now, you, you took Too good for, for that now, mate. See, there's this place called Tesco, mate, right? It's Springburn, you might drive, but I'll show you next to Costco, mm-hmm. mate, right? But there's this there's this aisle right when like they they buy it and then hundreds of countries fight and they wee deals. <laughs> and it's like fucking twenty P for a packet of ham and cunts are getting slashed, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's how I go to Marks, mate, at nine o'clock for anybody listening, man, if you're on your arse, get yourself into Marks at nine o'clock, man, everything's dirt cheap. <laughs> Marks just a Marks suspensers. Mark size of post with twenty six ham on Hill Road, man, he usually leaves his door open. <laughs> Marks and Spencers, mate. I get nerfed for my deals, mate. Really? Aye. aye. I'm, fed, I'm vegan now, when, mate. You're a vegan, aye? Mm-hmm. I was a vegan and off for nine days. How'd it go? I, mate, I pure love the sausage, mate. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> Don't we all, brother? <laughs> I, I, was a, I was a vegan, mate, right? And I was doing well. And I went to the snack van. And I just got a pure whiff of sausage. And I was like, fuck this veganism, mate. I need a sausage. But that's life. just... Because we get fed that when we're younger, mate. Are we own sausage, son? Are we fry up? The fucking... Uh, they're bad, Do you eat quite clean, but aye? No, I do. Because I was, I was over, si- since the last I was I over 16 stone. Like muscle. Thank you. I told you to keep that a secret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know I'm eating good mate I'm vegan vegan but then I'll, I'll, I do like a wee bit of chocolate so I'll jump from vegetarian to vegan mm-hmm. when I feel like it you fed me about fucking 900 wing gums man I just want to get you full of sugar mate so you talk a lot of shit <laughs> <laughs> you talk a lot of shit that's what I do I just keep feeding you I thought you were full of sweeties I was mm-hmm. like I know again <laughs> so I just I'm eating good mate doing so good. what would a vegan have for his dinner you get a vegan Broccoli, kebab. Mate. You can get a vegan kebab. You get vegan and pizzas, man. There's that many places doing vegan and vegetarian well, the stuff. The one next to Cineworld. Mm-hmm. The big man mucks, you know what I mean? They, Go the, the guy, the chips place. guy. There's, like, there's loads of. Is it a flying duck? No idea. No idea, just to pay attention with the box. There's uh, loads of. a vegan of, restaurant. Uh, so there's loads of stuff going vegan and vegetarian. So I watched a documentary called What the Health. Oh, I watched that. I know, mate. I scared the fuck out of me. Deep, mate. It's deep, man. And uh, it kind of changed my mindset. And a lot of, I know there's a lot of hate and love towards it but mm-hmm. I kind of understood it a wee bit so it's saying that a lot of cancers are coming from processed food and mm-hmm. and I can get that mate because it's pure garbage food man and it's uh, and I love animals mate I'm a big animal lover do you know what I mean I love animals and I, I don't think we're brought on this planet we're, 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 it gives us the right to kill it do you know what I mean because a lot of people have, you ask them would eat their dog or eat their cat have you got a dog or a cat no, but I mean, probably so eat it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Cat kebab. So getting eighteen stone. Up greens, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I think if uh, I fucking love animals, mate. I just love animals. So we see, when I see an animal, I associate it to food. Do you? Aye. So see if I see I a chicken, I'm like chicken nugget running about. See, I don't. I just like a, a wee soul, mate. Just another wee bean, mate. Cutting a bit like. Did you ever watch your Jamie? Is it Jamie Oliver? He done a documentary about chicken nuggets. 
Oh, it's pure ga- the garbage stuff, eh? Aye, they were like fucking lips and assholes and all that. See, mm-hmm. I was watching that, mate. I swear to God, I was like, I could be go chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> and I went for chicken nuggets. Everybody's in Everybody's in Bebo, like, ah, she's bogging, no, and I mean, chicken nuggets. I'm like, ah, I need to get fucking 20 nuggets rapid. <laughs> Bebo. Need some lips and arsehole, my did life. You ha- did you have Bebo? I had Bebo, mate, aye. I got dumped on Bebo, mate, because I got caught sending a lassie one of my loves, because I gave my missus two loves and never gave her the three. Fuck. And she fucking, she went like, What'd you call that detective guy? Big long coat, the cartoon member? I don't know. Oh. Mr. Gadget? Is it Mr. Who's Gadget? Who was the guy with the trench coat called? No, he was the guy with the used to have like pillars, the silver thing. He's a detective, isn't he? Columbo. Columbo? Pink pan for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's getting real. Mate, she's having fun. I don't know how she's funny, mate. Oh, she, what a psycho? One love, mate. I gave just one love away, mate. To be that bird for Poso, called James English. Mm, <laughs> so, what's the plans every weekend? You gigging? Gigging Rotunda, mate. Uh, Friday and Saturday. So, I can plug my show. I like gigging in a venue when I'm doing a show so I can say to people, like, I've been amazing tonight, right? And fucking oh. the big man's coming back on the 18th. Then they're all, ah, oh, guys, yeah, Bobby and all that. And I'm like, calm down, fuck's sake. And you get the security out, get me to the venue, you know what I mean? But Are you enjoying it now? I'm, I'm not enjoying getting noticed. Why? I don't know, mate. I'm a fucking freak of nature. Think you're insecure about? I'm a pure attention seeker, mate. And I think I have got insecure. I think they've just came out since I've started doing well in comedy. Like get noticed now, and and I love I love people. If somebody's talking to me and it's like in the street or in the bus, I'll talk about them for hours. But see them in the town. I was with my pal uh, Stevie Cook, and about six cunts came up to us like, you know, comedian or that, tell us a joke or that, and it was just I felt pure pressure. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. When I go on stage, I can be who I want to be, and I can say whatever the fuck I want. But when I'm after stage, I just want to be me, and I just want to spend time with my pal. Who do you like being best? The guy in the stage or the guy, guy in the stage, mate? Because the, the guy in the stage hasn't got any anxiety. Gary after stage is fucking ripping anxiety and mm-hmm. depression. Know what I mean? That's what I was talking about last week. My podcast with big guy Stephen Rowan, uh, Rowan, 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 <laughs> Rowan. Eh, mm. uh, good pal of mine. Um, Comedians are fucked up in the head. Oh, we're, f- we're fried, mate. Because it's a mask you're putting on. It's, it's mm. a, 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 there's a very thin line, and I think when you're on that stage, you, you kind of want to disconnect to what your your real life is. Mm. And I watched a documentary with Jim Carrey, um, who's played a my guy. My hero, mate, my favourite. Played a guy. I watched the documentary oh, on scary Netflix. About um, he Jim? played Andy. Can, is it and, Andy? And, sorry, I. Andy. Uh, Andy Coughlin. And he became Andy. And he became him. But then, because he liked being him so much, he forgot who he was. Because he played that, he was in character twenty four seven. Then I was going to fucking kick him off the film a couple of times because he went right in character, dick, aye, and then he forgot <coughs> kind of who he was. But mm. he didn't when he went back to being him. He didn't like it, mm. and that's the kind of thing with comedians. I don't think majority like being name. Mm-hmm. So the, the, when you're on the stage, it's a mask, and that's what all my comedy and daft shit comes in because it's to take away for you for the real pain and the real hurt you're going through. So you put that mask on, it kind of. Mm makes you forget mm-hmm. do you know what I mean do you find that I think it's, uh, even as a me, me and my wife been talking about it because see like me even the new mate I'm not myself mm-hmm. I'm this because there's a camera facing it mate and there's me and you like I'll go home and eat mate and I feel like I did greet and all that but it's mental because I think as a way and I wasn't loved my mum loved me to death my mum was amazing but there was loads of tragedy in my life you know what I mean and I think because I never got loved when I go on stage and there's three or four hundred people there just to see me and who love me I think that's how I, I commit myself and I'm like happy ch- and that's the person I want to be I want to be that mm-hmm. person who's confident <coughs> I mean even like, I when they talk to somebody in the street mm-hmm. or write me a house things like, I'm quite in myself you know what I mean but on a stage I'll talk to anybody you Deep. know what I mean it's 
but we crave that. Everybody wants to be liked. Mm. Everybody wants to be loved. And if there's there's not that connection when you're younger, I think, because we were talking about that again last week, where there's a thing called your inner child. We talk about all the this the like, traumas through your life at a young age, and we <coughs> we kind of get we don't know how to show feelings and emotions, and that's where we end up fucked up as we get older. Do you know what I mean? Because we don't know you how to address it. Because right, we've not really addressed it, and that's something I struggle with. And I, I'm scared to address it in case it. I end up having a fucking nervous breakdown, so I kind of put it to the side. My life's doing well, I'm doing big things, but I'm still, I know there's still some routine problems there that I need to work on, man, and I know it'll take me to the next level, and it's something I probably will do, do this year, maybe speak to a psychologist, or mm-hmm. just to speak to somebody and be open and honest, because I'm already honest as I can be, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? And uh, But I just think there's problems there that I probably need to work with a professional to try and release them on mm-hmm. and feel good and... I think it's definitely. I think so I'm insecure in that as well. And I, I'm the loud, daft guy, but again, that's just a mask. Mm-hmm. But the positivity stuff is a good thing. But sometimes you don't know. You can't be positive twenty four seven. So when you hit a low, you think to yourself, "Shit, man, we might go down and the bad shit comes in again." So it's good to try and pick yourself up. But it's, what you need to remember is how far you've came and how well you're doing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I get with the comedy thing. Being Everybody says that too. Like mm-hmm. the guy, you're smashing it now and you're fucking mm-hmm. flying. Mm. But it's just the, the, the anxiety, mate. It's just Would you get help for it? I did. I got hypnotherapy for it. <clears throat> but it's one of the things you need. I don't want to take drugs. I don't believe you should be taking drugs to numb your feelings. Mm-hmm. That made me feel worse, you know what I mean? But I was in Bangkok, mate, full of Charlie, and I just had a mad panic attack, and I thought it was cause of the gear. Then that's that's where it came from, and it turned out it was just anxiety, mate. Stress. And that just, that just the hangover, and all that, they come down, just fucking flicked it away. But when you're taking drugs, it is. Anybody that takes drugs, man, mm. you're numbing something. But you're hiding for something drugs, because you're, you're not in a good place. And yet, probably people, everybody that takes drugs, because I took them for years, when you surround yourself with people who take drugs, they're the most insecure people in the world, the most loneliest people, and the most depressed people in the world. Because it's fucking you up mentally, physically. It's taking you such a So if you, <clears> you're depressed and that and on, you're getting fed Valium or whatever, you're not facing your problems. You're numbing your pain. The pains and problems are always still going to be there. Mm-hmm. It's about facing your fucking problems, admitting you've got the problems and realising it's alright to have problems. But you've got to take the steps of eating good, exercising, doing good things, making goals, big plans. Because um, we, we spoke about it last week, mate. Depression's on the rise, man. When pe- you speak to people, when I'm honest with people, people start opening up and be honest with themselves because I don't think enough people are honest with ourselves because we've all got problems we've all got insecurities somewhere mm-hmm. and I just think it's a big fucking issue the new man I think that so many people are getting depressed and it's funny because I think the problem with this generation is now is that everybody basically judges your life on Facebook mm-hmm. so on Facebook me and you could be fucking amazing just got a brand new merc just got a new job just sold out a gig nobody actually sees like me and you sat down and spoke I probably break down you like, how's your week Gary oh I fucking uh, feel mm-hmm. depressed but and you wouldn't say that on Facebook so that's how people have lost Lost contact is such an. If you stayed yourself, but we're scared to be ourselves. Why? Because we're scared nobody likes us. So social media num- it makes you a fake person. No fake, but S- social media it's oh, yeah. social, t- but it's making you antisocial <clears throat> because what happens is as soon as you wake up in the morning, that hour you wake up in the morning is the most th- that hour where you're more you're more uh, creative. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you look at your phone, mate, you're looking at other people living their life and dreams in the majority. It's a f- it is a fake life. All these mm-hmm. people kidding on, they're happy. You can't be happy twenty four seven. Everybody posts the good pictures. Where's the fucking shitey pictures when you're lying in your bed greeting a eating shite? Everybody See, I po- talk about my I spoke about my, I done a live video and I was just my head was fried, mate. And I spoke about my anxiety and it was phenomenal. The amount of people who messaged me and says, mate, I can't believe you feel like that. I've, I've got anxiety. How like you're a comedian and 
It was scary, mate. There must be about 30 or 40 people messaged me after the back of your video. <coughs> and then all the comments on Austin, I get panic attacks and... How long have you had this? Anxiety. Since my dad died, I think. How long? Uh, 2012. Only five years. I went to Thailand, mate. But I, I never took drugs when I was a boy. I, I drank when I was a boy. But I never took drugs till I came out of the army. Or I was coming at them. My pal, my pal Div was like, oh, take a line. I don't want a line. Cause I couldn't take it because it's in the army anyway. And I just took a line, mate. And, and for about... A year period after that, I was like, starting an ounce, just like every couple of weeks. And it was fucking mental, mate. And it was it was the day then for me, self medicating. But that, all my problems for the army and my dad dying, so I was I didn't grieve. Mm -hmm. and then it just hurt me, mate. It was in Thailand, mate. Fucking. Do you have a Hanging out a lady boy, mate, and fucking that was <laughs> it. Bang. <laughs> me, me, me and Davey was gutted, mate. I pushed him out the way, you know what I mean? Jealous, was it? <laughs> but that was it, mate. Thailand, and then I remember, so I had like five days left of the holiday. I locked myself in my hotel room, mate. I didn't leave my hotel room for five days. Sick, I didn't man. leave the room, mate. And then I got a private taxi to the airport, and I was just... I thought I was going to die, mate. Generally, I thought was I was rock, going to die. Bottom for you. And, and, and I think that was the problem. I, stuck, I just came out my room, sorted myself out. But I came back came, and I stayed in my house for three weeks before leaving my house. And my mum's like, you need to get yourself fucking sorted, because... That is depression. That's bad, mate. Oh, Did you get help for that? They gave me floxetine, mate. What's that? Like beta blocker things, I think, there. Like the, I don't know what they're doing. Did mate. they work? Antidepressants. Did they fuck me? Still take them. Made me feel worse. No, I stopped taking them, and I got hypnotherapy, and that really helped me. Do you think the busier you are, the more <coughs> take, you can't think about the past? No, I mean, I ain't, I'm thinking about the past more than now. Because you look at the veins and on you, and you associate your veins age with what you were doing at that age. My ma was a great man. My ma done different for me. Mm -hmm. um, but she's a single ma. You know what I mean? Tough. My her, her and my stepdad were always fun out. They two fucking houses. So it was like the slightest argument that you're out. And we're in another house, you know what I mean? But I think getting brought up in a scheme, everybody fought and argued because mm -hmm. that's a big part of it, growing up in a rough area, because everybody, you've not got the money to do mm -hmm. fuck all, and you've got to remember, in Postal, with Stonehurst Street, I stayed, there's a big circle of houses, and you, the houses are tiny, so these, if you're staying in that, you feel cramped, mate, you feel claustrophobic, so everybody's going to argue and fight, do you know what I mean? Everybody's skint, so that's where... I think you're, you're more depressed and you're more prone to violence and anger because you're just frustrated about life, man. The world's a big place, man. We shouldn't be stuck in this fucking small wee bit just waiting to die. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Everybody's creative or a genius or... Everybody Somebody's got something. Aye, man, and we kind of forget that when you're stuck in that small box. If everybody's arguing and fighting, you accept that as a life, man. And it, it took me so much, so long to realise that, man, I'm not accepting this, man. I'm going to, I'm going to fucking right take responsibility, man, take the reins, man, and I'm in control, man. And right now, like I say, I ain't fucking around, mate. I want to be something. I want to do some good. I want to just keep being me, man, and just try to be honest with myself. That's the key, man. Obviously, I like, we tell a wee porky pie, you know what I mean, from time to time, I'm, I'm not a fucking saint, but if I can be honest with myself, and then I don't need, to, I don't care what anybody thinks or, or says, man, because mm -hmm. if I'm happy and content, then fuck everybody else, you know what I mean, and I say it earlier, man, I don't give a fuck anymore, and it's a good way to be, because as long as I'm in a good place, then the people around me will be in a good place. You're important, you're like, you've got to look after yourself. Exactly, you've got, everybody's got to look after number one, <coughs> people... Um, always constantly try to save everybody else and I was always like that, try to help everybody else why? because it was me that really needed the help so me constantly helping everybody else trying to make everybody else laugh it was deflecting away from me that I was the one that was screaming out for help I was the one that was in pain so I had to take a, a step back reevaluate everything and say man fucking hell man when I wrote, wrote down all my problems mm -hmm. there was a lot of fucking problems there was a lot of problems mate because we've all got pride and 
Nobody wants to admit their problems, man. When, when I had, if you've got drink, drugs, gambling, women, it's you're like, oh, fucking hell, man. So what happens is you're like an onion, so you wrap yourself around in layers and layers and layers to protect yourself. You make everything great. Aye, so I forgot who I was because I was trying to be everybody else. I was trying to fit in with everybody else. Even knew the shit, some of the shit I'd done, I knew wasn't right. Mm-hmm. So I had to unravel all that. And then if you forget who I was, what my purpose was. But as long as I stay clean, be honest, exercise do good things then I start to find my character my, my purpose in life because we've all got a purpose in life mm-hmm. but for a very young age you kind of get dumbed down to just fucking sit at a desk and learn your times tables shut the fuck up do you know what I mean I'm not I'm no going down that well, way I watched that Tony Robbins uh, the one on Netflix and he was talking about he says if you died died tomorrow it's, uh, there's loads of speakers spoke about it but what he says if you died tomorrow how would you feel about your life and that's my eureka moment when I thought I might do something mm-hmm. and that's where comedy kicked in and just fucking I think now that I've hit my goals the goals that I set I've done them all my big goal was to do a solo show at the stand now I've got that and I'm like that's I don't know man I'm numb but then you've got to keep raising the bar well, that's Tony it. Robbins will say about progression oh, raising yeah. the bar and going bigger 300 seats right I go 600 mm-hmm. next time 1000, 5000, mm-hmm. 10000 Everybody just goes along like that, flat line, man. It's not about that, it's about... Because the buzz, as soon as you've achieved a goal, that's it, the buzz goes. Oh, yeah. That's go- what's happening, mate. It's, it's man. It's and then the media came in, it was just like a fucking hammer on top of the peg, you know what I mean? But it's how you handle these situations that takes you to the darkness and go, fuck it, man. Right, what's the next steps for me? Mm-hmm. You've got to realise there's always somebody worse off for you in life, man. There's always somebody... You can achieve anything you want, man. I keep saying it, you, you genuinely can. So right now, man, you probably need to get more goals put in place, man bigger things and uh, take the reins again I think I need to think of myself first like you're saying what I, my marriage kind of fucked up in the last it's, my, my marriage has been fucked the last four years but my wife's up your rock mate mm-hmm. she's just one of the women that just takes it forgives me and, but I always change I don't make the same mistakes kind of twice um, but she, she always kind of says to me right I forgive you I want you to work on this and this but my thing's woman mate Mm-hmm. And I think it's because my man and dad, my man and dad would fight. Both of them were brilliant people, mate. They weren't the bad people, right? But they, maybe they weren't the right for each other at this point in their life, or they just, it's just the way they were brought up, maybe just carried their, their own behaviour. But they would fall out. So my stepdad had a lot of money. He ran pubs, taxi ranks, fuck knows what else he'd done, security companies, right? But so we would be staying <coughs> with him in Deniston, mate, pure nice house, best of holidays, Disneyland every three or four weeks, fucking crazy life, mate. And then they would fall out. Me and my mum go back to City Hall, and I'd be like, "It's fucking poor way, me on two stripe, you know what I mean? Like, no money to go to school, fucking just starving all the time." Because my mum didn't have a lot of money, so I think that that learned behaviour has affected my marriage now. So I want to fix my marriage because, because uh, I want to give my wife the best she deserves, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, but first, you need to fix you. That's it. You oh, need yeah. to fix you instead of trying to fix that craving for love. Like, I've got a woman who who loves me unconditionally mm-hmm. regardless of what I do but maybe that scares you aye. maybe that maybe you're that scared is. of getting hurt because m- the longest relationship I was in was a year but then that was fucking on and off for about a year as well aye. do you know what I mean I, as soon as I meet somebody man my barriers go up I'm scared of getting hurt so I'll fucking end it straight I'll end it first mm-hmm. I'll become cold and distance that's because I'm like. scared yeah, of getting hurt this is too good aye so we don't love ourselves enough and that's what I keep trying to get across man you've got to love yourself within which is a fucking hard place to get to man and if you don't do that, what happens is we kind of use uh, every lassie I was fucking about with or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was kind of, you were using me as well, but I was using them mm-hmm. to fill in a void, to get that kind of love and connection. Mm-hmm. But it's all empty sex. There was no meaning. There was fucking no meaning, man. Just fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But there's no meaning to it. There was, it was just empty. I, w- I was empty. And it, it was just it was empty. It was mad what you said about you've got the two ends. Mm-hmm. And it, 
within born within five months. Two wins. I've got two wins, five months apart. So I just got the jail. I got the jail, and uh, I was twenty two, twenty three. I done six months for driving offences, mm-hmm. driving while disqualified, and then came out of jail. My dad dying on his way. Came He was dying. Mm-hmm. My head was up my ass. I was bang on the weed, the Valium, the booze at the weekends, Charlie shagging everything man just because mm-hmm. I didn't know why I knew he was dying I couldn't handle it I couldn't yeah. handle it man to see because so, you never think anybody's going to die you always think they're going to always I be there that, do you know what I mean and then when they go I was nobody could tell me what to do so I didn't know how to handle life so I, I went down the bad route went mm-hmm. drank drugs bad things shagging everything and uh, but then like, all the shit I've done it's gave us two beautiful wins do you know what I mean and but that's the nice thing at the, the aye, madness, and the madness you've got aye. two beautiful wins. Aye, and we've got to ex- kind of take the good with the bad, man. I think I've, I've said it before. You've got to thank it, man. I've, I've got to thank every daft shit I've done because it's made it so I'm other new, man. And now I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm doing a lot of charity. Where Julian? Berlini. Well, yeah, I was gigging in Beehole, mate. Aye, so I was up there. I was 22, I think 22, 23. Uh, driving offences. So I thought it was all right. My lawyer's like, I'll see lunchtime. I was only fucking bust up the bar at ten o'clock, mate, and oh, I was shaking myself, mate. Really? Yeah, you're a big baller, mate, until you're on the bus up there. And terrified. Did you do the whole six months in the jail? Three you? month. Three month. Three month. What did you? What did you take? What was your kind of first initial experience going into jail? I'm going to get. Were you a rough? Were you a scheme boy? Were you a rough boy? Were you? I, but I was. Always, I was a pretty boy. Ah, do you know right. what I mean? So I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to get pumped I in mean, here. Me, me Gareth Gates. <laughs> I'm going to get pumped there. in here, but maybe that's what I kind of wanted to sense for. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, oh no, man, I'm, I'm thinking all the films I watched for years. You be whole high. A-hole. A-hole, A-hole, then I went to A-hole, then I get moved to B-hole, and then I went to D-hole and finished the rest of the sentence. Yeah, it was right. fuck all, man, but it's an eye opener, and you see a lot of these people are in the jail, they're in it all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, a life, it's a lifestyle, man, and I realised, I know where I want this life, man, I don't want to be down this route, man, and, but it was an experience, and like I say, being for postals, the majority of people are in the jail are for postals as well, so you end up you knowing everybody, it was like a big boot camp. And did you get drugs in that in the jail, aye? I never took drugs, I wasn't really bang on the drugs at the time, when I got out, man, my dad was dying, mm-hmm. I, I, I just went fucking mental. I was, I kept fit, I was still kind of in and out my football then. Mm-hmm. It was tough, man. Fuck it's that. mad you've been in jail, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And you've just grew for that experience, obviously. It was, it was like I say, it was a fucking daft driving fence. But, but that's I, a perfect stand-up, you've got a perfect stand-up story, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know, mate, I was fucking ripping, I'm like, I'm going to get pumped in here. How long did, how long did you get pumped? 20 it's minutes. How did you add Shank to Madden? You know what I mean? Sure, Shank Redemption. Dibs on James English. <laughs> that's, that's, that's I just dubbed my door, mate. In protection, mate, for three months. <laughs> protection. Did you watch all the films for you in, like Shawshank? Uh, like? You've seen you watch all the fu- When you watch all the films when you're a wee guy, you know yourself, that's what the jail's like. Uh. People getting fucking shot and parties and starred, shagged. But it's not, it's fucking nothing like that, man. It's nothing like that. Really, nothing like that, man. Piece of piss. Did you have a telly on that, eh? Aye, that was on the pass. Who did you share with? Did you share by guy? Aye, we got Jerry, man, but he's dead now. Oh, is he? Aye. aye. You can contact him when you left, aye? Aye. You see that jail part in it? You kind of, you, you think it's cool, but you're shining yourself when you get in, but when you go out, you're telling everybody, you're just, I'm just out of jail now, walking around. Shanked five aye, guys. Aye, swagger, <laughs> man. Just out of jail now, as if you're a big baller, man, but you're shining yourself on the bus, mate, he'd done, just don't want to look at anybody, <laughs> and then you're out, you're like, just out of fucking jail now, you know what I mean? Are we funny? I thought I knew everything, nah, I thought I knew everything, mate. I, I knew fuck all, and I used to think, I, I used to think that shit was cool, mate. It ain't fucking cool, man. It ain't cool doing bad stuff. It ain't cool going to jail. It ain't cool taking drugs. Mm-hmm. And we're surrounded by that environment. We accept it. People need to wake in the fuck up and realise, man, 
this ain't what life's about, man. Mm-hmm. We're getting lied to. We're Life's for living, isn't it? Aye, we're getting cheated, man. Live it to your full potential. And, and that's such a difficult thing to say. We've got to, we've got to do. We've got 24 hours in a day. We're not fulfilling the potential today. We're dreams. People forget. You've got 12 months of the year. We work four months of the year. We sleep four months. So you've got four months to work in your fucking dreams. Mm-hmm. But the majority of people finish work. Go they're just going to go to their bed. They're too fucking tired to work in their own dreams. So they just accept it to realise... I'm not going to go anywhere in life. I'm, I'm happy to sit in an office and listen. If you're happy sitting in an office, but you're not fulfilling your potential, if you're working for somebody else, you're helping build their dreams and ambitions. You ain't working your own fucking dreams and ambitions. So if you've got four months out of the year to work on your own life, people don't do it mm-hmm. because they're either going to their bed or they're going out for a wee drink, get their wee bottle of wine on a Saturday, a wee curry and watch X Factor. That's your content. You've you've accepted your life. You've accepted it. And if you're happy, then so be it. But the majority of people I speak to, I know, ain't happy mm-hmm. because they're not brought on this fucking planet to be sitting in an office for eight quid an hour, busting their buzz. You've got to value your worth mm-hmm. and believe yourself. Am I really worth eight quid an hour? Of course you're not. Mm-hmm. Anybody can make the good thing about social media. Now you can start a new business. You can start. Oh, it's phenomenal. Uh, do you know what I mean? You've got a, ah, you've got a platform. People just love to make excuses. They love to make excuses, oh, I'm too tired, I, I can't do it. It's just a defeated attitude, man. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I can't be ruining these fucking people. I need people that's going to empower me, man, and say, right, what's what, the next plans? Do you know what I mean? Because we've just looked at the hydro with me, Gordon Dammer, doing the hydro, and to book the, the hydro for November to do a homeless movement. Mm-hmm. 11,000 people. Do you know what I mean? Phenomenal. It's amazing, mate. And oh, the yeah. massive things that we're doing to create happiness and, and, and bring a wee bit of peace and joy and, mm-hmm. and create the change, man. You just got to believe Why do you feel you're called to do that? Where, where do you feel that calling that comes for you, like, to help like, like that? I mean, you're not just, you're not just like the normal person with volunteering and working in the soup kitchen. Because... You've took it upon you and just fucking went mad. Because when I was doing the seven days, mate, the stories that I heard, man, mm. it broke my fucking heart. People really should are, not yeah. be living in that, these conditions. Last year I was speaking to get raped twice in a day and she didn't tell her pause because she's not, she, she's not got an address and she's too scared. People should not be accepting that fucking life, man, and... Mm. They became my good pals, man, and it's heartbreaking to see that people still live in these conditions, and they used to say people do documentaries all the time, we get news reporters doing documenting that, fuck all gets done, so I promised them I'll, I'll make the changes, man, we've done different with my power, we've, we've done big things, haven't we, man, and, we've, and this has only been, what, four or five weeks since the documentary's been out, and, uh, and we'll just keep going. Oh, mate, I was greeting me, seeing that was just just a clip, mate. Mm-hmm. I was fucking teared up, you know what I mean? So to create the change and mm-hmm. we just need to keep going and, and keep pushing it and keep raising the bar and everybody everybody's got kindness in them, everybody wants to do good. So when you actually have a voice and start speaking about it, then people come together. Mm-hmm. So we've just got to keep keep grinding, man. See what I hate to see the big charities you get. Like you feel like you give them your money. And like, there's a director on fucking three hundred grand. Some of these charities on the gear, but the ones you've went to, obviously charities are. You, you've physically seen them on the street. No street, impact, can, aye, street you know connect. I mean? um, you've got city mission. Um, you've got soup kitchens every night. Doing the tune. Well, there's hundreds of them in. These people are all non-funded. All non-funded. Do it after they back. Some of these big charities are making three, four, five million, whatever. Mm-hmm. Is only getting like four percent back. That's madness. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These people are in the fucking tune, in the trenches, man, and mm-hmm. and grinding. And that's why we did the documentary and we promoted well. Now the people who've watched our documentary are now uh, raising money for the charities that were in the documentary because mm-hmm. they see how much, how hard these people work, man. See, when I seen that guy and he was saying, I think the guy says, when I go to sleep, I do I wake up? I was gone, mate. Aye. I was gone. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't fucking believe somebody feels like that. So these, aye. so these are messages for the homeless. Mm-hmm. One of the messages on the documentary 
the guy wrote a, like, had a card on cardboard and one of the messages was before I go to sleep I pray I don't wake up that's that, that's that one that's one so I've seen it, it really I'm fucked with my mind and he meant that the guy you've got people it's just it was a surreal experience but I'm glad we did it um, and like I say big things will happen for it and we just need to keep raising awareness man and keep remembering that we're all human beings man and nobody should be living in these conditions don't get me wrong some people are happy in these conditions and we can't change people who don't want to change mm-hmm. but when these people are crying and want help they just don't know where to start so mm-hmm. we're getting uh, the guy Ricky and Julie again for Street Connect drug programmes and rehoming people mate I seen it I was homeless a fucking day Aye. I was homeless three days but I was physically homeless a mm-hmm. day mate I and I felt like them you know what I mean <laughs> like a comedian who's, who's on all right money but that's how uh, easy it is to go down so that how do they feel when they've got an addiction exactly. that's happening but they never had an addiction uh, at the start some of them one of them lost a kid who ended up back on the streets mm-hmm. and then when you hit that low it's hard to get out of that mm-hmm. bubble because you've just accepted it it's like growing up maybe a post was, you accept that lifestyle mm-hmm. but you can always accept more so when these people are homeless they've accepted it, it. Nah, they've accepted the abuse so if you lose a loved one if you lose your job mm-hmm. it's easy to go on the street this is what people need to understand and the numbers have doubled since 2010 and they're talking about doubling again in the next 10 to 15 years which is scary mm-hmm. it's fucking scary and so what's your vision for the hydro what are you going to get for that going to get um, upcoming comedians going to get singers in um, speakers people who work on the tune every day I'm speaking to the guy who uh, Will Smith played in the film uh, oh sort of happiness so I've been speaking to him he's going to come and speak mm-hmm. so Will Smith did that because this guy was homeless mm-hmm. so he's going to come over and speak we're going to get singers in um, just going to raise awareness man and create something special that everybody get together and we can create something special are you going to create your own foundation so you can pass the money out to Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm not doing all that. No, just everybody just else is helping me. I'm right. just getting everybody, all them together, and they can mm-hmm. do all that. I've not got a charity to fuck mm-hmm. all. But what I have got is the voice and the following mm-hmm. to create the change and, and get everybody together. That's what together. I said to you personally when I messaged you after, and I seen the, I was like, mate, it's so good that like, you're using your influence to, to impact like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Like, maybe it should do it. I you know. know what I mean? It's but that, but so, so many are caught up in the, like I say, I say that we're caught up in the money and we're caught up in our own problems and we're in bullshit. But mm-hmm. in life, when you're helping somebody, man, I've said it before you shoot automatically feels good man we forget that good camera nah, we, we forget that we brought on this planet to day good we're not brought on this planet to be chasing money mm-hmm. and as much as it, people might not relate to that money is only paper mm-hmm. it doesn't mean shit it's, it's only been here for oh, a few thousand years humans have been here mm-hmm. for fucking billions of years do you know what I mean so we're chasing that product it takes us away from what it's really worth and mm-hmm. that's helping others man and being connected and, and being trying to be good you mm-hmm. know what I mean proud of you mate thank you Go and get them. I'm gonna. I'm out to get it, mate. I'm out I think you'll go bigger than Hydro. I think you'll, you'll fuck I'm bigger out, than that. I'm out to change the world, mate. I'm fucking crazy enough to believe it. I just need to stay in this path. Because it still scares me. I still get the bad thoughts of slipping back or having a drink. So if I have a drink, man, I'm away, man. You don't, Chaos, you don't fucking see me. Do you know what I mean? So you look this office door, man, when I'm, if I start drinking. <laughs> and, <laughs> it sca- and it still scares me because I know <clears throat> the, the, the massive steps that I'm taking now. They're, they're huge mm-hmm. and for a year ago for being a fucking waster overweight again angry agitated to fast forward on a year to doing documentaries booking out a hydro starting my podcast man. so h- how did you get in global did that come about that was two years ago just <laughs> uh, I think they were all doing additions mm-hmm. so you I went to I like it I'm a big poser mm-hmm. know what I mean I liked all that. And you're charismatic as fuck as soon as you meet you you smile yeah, know what I, mean? I like so all that, that bullshit but then when you're in it you realise well man that's ain't for me this is fake as fuck mm-hmm. do you know what I mean but yeah, I like, how you felt about it aye, aye mate it was cringy as fuck sometimes man but I'm thinking to myself 
there's bigger going to come out of it. There's more. Mm -hmm. Keep grinding, James. Believe in yourself. And I've done it. Give you a platform. Nah, it's nothing it did. It did. It did. And look what it's led to. It's led to people on the streets getting helped. Exactly. You've got to take a chance, and I've got to thank you. And I would never change it, man. But it was, it was a bit fucking cringy. It was a bit like going to school in July, mate. No fucking class. Oh really? Aye. At the end up. So did you get three bows on that? Aye. Everything. Mate, I tried to go on it recently. What? I got knocked back. Did you? Aye. See the put applications out. Fucking had me up, messing me back, and says you're not good enough. You're fat and ugly. You're a fat pregnant woman, Gary. You don't know your type. I was gutted, man. As well, I've been at James English, don't I mean? Yes. For for a tan and part. Easy, mate. Anybody can be. But I think it's good, mate. It's good having these things, and it's it's good for for what they've done. You might not agree with any of mate, because you're out it, but it, it was good to show Glasgow in it, be, and be a bit certain. It never really show, showed Glasgow, but did it? It was near, so. what is it, Hamilton and fucking... Never really in Glasgow, really, man. Right. It was fucking... But Just a call to him alone then, should <laughs> 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 It was, uh, it was an experience I wouldn't change, and I've met a lot of good pals, mm -hmm. and I, I see them, with Gordon and Dan and also, and we've done the documentary, so... Mate, I was doing a gig, right, and it was last year, and Brian was supposed to come, right? Mm. So it was, it was in a pub called the Princess Barn Ridgey. So there was hundreds of wee lassies mate there to see Brian, right? But it was also about 50 Neds, right? I kill him. And mate, they wanted to murder him, mate, honestly. So, so we were doing the gig, the comedy, mate, and I died in my hole, right? <coughs> and then one of the boys like, actually, nah, Brian comes in, I'm going to smash him, right? And I, was, I said to the promoter, I says, mate, you, can't, you need to phone that boy and tell him not to come. So they phoned Brian and cancelled him, mate. Mm -hmm. But it was fucking wild, mate. <laughs> It was like a GPX DJ, two comedians and Brian in the middle, mate. And just thought Where, what, what was that? The Princess Bar, just a mad random gig. Just like a meet and greet with Brian. Fuck's and I seen him at the stand and I was like, I supposed to do that gig with you. He was at the comedy festival lunch. And he's like, aye, but I don't even know that he was going to get his cunt kicked or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, get his fucking nice white teeth punched out. You, know I mean? <laughs> you still staying in Springburn? Still there, mate. I'll never leave Springburn. No, thanks. I don't so. want to leave, mate. I stay with my people, you know what I mean? Like, do you think you've. Why though? I've realised that in the last kind of few months. Mm -hmm. Like I love being around my, 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 when I grew up. Is that like a comfort blanket? It's a you? comfort blanket, mate. Aye. I wouldn't want to leave. Like, I don't think I would fit in anywhere else. But that's just you. I love the shopping, mate. That's just see, you. See the shopping, aye. I feel like I win again when I was happy. But that's you just setting yourself limits mm -hmm. to see that you're no good enough. I'm going to build a fucking giant house, Raymond. You know what I mean? But I, I like the fact that the shopping was somewhere that I got took when I was away, and it was always positive things. So when I'm in the shop here, I feel happy. You know, I mean, it reminds me of my granny and my ma. Remember I went to see Santa and fucking the one else go to jail, you know what I mean? But, but that's, your that's your happy place. My shoplifted me as a wee guy. That's your happy place. Aye. But sometimes you need to step out the comfort zone as well mm. and take other chances because if you're... Yeah, don't ever be happy and fucking content, mate. Always raise the bar and, and that's you. Every time you're there, it just reminds you of the happy times. Mm. But you're, you're remembering the happy times in the past. You've got to create the happy times for the now and the future. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it, it can be scary to take big chances like that. I'm not saying fucking move out if you're happy, then so mm -hmm. be it. But you're saying you're no. So sometimes getting away from that area or away mm -hmm. from distance yourself with that negativity and any kind of memories. Because maybe you're walking down there, they memories and all can kind of fuck you up and think, oh, I wish I still had them. Mm -hmm. And you get sad. That's it, Do you know what I mean? So sometimes it's good to actually get away from them. Because mm -hmm. I know you were talking about, you know, stop with Cyprus and all that at one point or Spain. I've got We can't go in because Mulder steps in. We need to speak separate. Seeing this, he would go to a separate school because we mm. couldn't afford private school. It's dear, isn't it? It's dear, mate. How many kids you got? Uh, four of mine and one stepson. Five. Fuck's sake. But my stepson's, because I was somebody's stepson, mate. There's that genuine, like, 
we were in the same situation. His real dammy, he doesn't see. Mm-hmm. He's criminal, same as my real dad. So I can I can totally associate the wee guy, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like my stepdad with him, it's, it's a nice experience because I feel like I'm living. Because I love my stepdad, I mean, him and my fellow, it doesn't matter. There's no the violence or anything, but when, well, I can, I'm trying to be a better person for him and I'm trying to give him the things that maybe my stepdad and he gave me, like, it took me fucking till I was 16 to call him da. Yeah, and he'd probably let me call him it, but he was just that kind of, he wasn't a, a lovey-dovey kind of guy. And I just try and give you guys some love, you know what I mean? So it feels... But it's hard, mate. It's hard when a wee man sees daddy, mate, and fucking you're stepping in. Of course, but then you're stepping up to the plate, mate. You've got to take your hat off mm. to people like that and, and show respect. Two, so I've got four wains to feed different women, mate. I've got two wains to my wife, the new Ashley. She was amazing. And I've got two other wains to tell her last year. So it's fucking hard to juggle it all about. And Fuck's sake, mate. And day comedy. Day, day a full-time job. Day full-time comedy and have five wains, mate. So many wains we all got together. Seven, eight, between us. <laughs> Must be, man. Right. <laughs> football team, you sponsor a game of football, lads. <laughs> Gang fighting, Fuck mate. <laughs> You're not scared, innit? It is, but like I say, we've got to keep better on ourselves, mate, and, mm-hmm. and hopefully it passes down for generation because I spoke about gambling last week where it can pass down, it can be in your DNA, mate, that if you're no fool that you love yourself, you're Fulfillment, no. Aye, so it p- can pass down, mate, where they'll start feeling like that mm-hmm. so but you can change your DNA you can change the neurons in your brain mm-hmm. I believe it takes 21 days to break a bad habit the problem with habit. everybody's got demons mate I, I've got demons mate I'll be battling them f- till I go but mm-hmm. we can change the mindset you can change the balance in your brain where you can better your life man you can change the way you feel man it's a, it's a hard battle man but anybody can get there man you just got to keep realising it but your stepdad seems a decent guy man oh, he was Kind of rock, good, good influence, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, he had a bit of past as well, you know, but he served in the army, came out the army, just been fucking pure rogue. Is that how you went to the army? That's how I went to the army, aye, you kind of so just try, try to show after him. Influence. But he didn't talk to us, he went to the army, go to the army at first, you know what I mean? But I went. But it's the best thing I've ever done, mate, because I'd have been fucking punting gear mm-hmm. in the jail, mate, I think. That's where I feel, mate, like I've got a pure scheme mentality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the army kind of travelled a wee bit, got to see the world, you know what I mean? Going to Vegas and all that with that, your fucking pals. And it's a great, I, I wish, and I came out because my dad, stepdad had cancer. Fuck's sake. Um, Did I? He died, mate, aye. Bubble cancer. Aye, it's a fucked up. And that's what we're talking about when you see when your dad died. Like, I remember on the, the, the Friday, he went in the hospital. I think he died on the Sunday, mate, I'm sure. He went in the hospital. It fucking tells me, doesn't it? I can't remember, right? But he went in the hospital on the Friday, my ma's like, oh, this is that, he's, he's not going to make it out. And I was like, fucking, ah, he is. He was playing golf today, you know, he's fucking playing golf. I fell around the golf. He's good, he's all right. He's cunt. He didn't smoke, didn't drink, mate. He was healthy as fuck. Just bad food choices, you know what I mean? But he had irritable syndrome, mate, and it stemmed for that. He went in, in the hospital on the Friday, then on Sunday, mate, he died, and that was it. <sighs> ah, and he was a pure rock. He was alpha male, mate, everybody, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I worked for him in the security business, so. 10 in the morning, every morning, mate, for a year, I was at the front door, his paper and his roll, out all day together, mate, going on cruises, fucking holidays, so we lived in each other's pockets, you know what I mean, like a brother, mm-hmm. and then he just went, so I, I only had, I had a year of having a good dad, he was always there for me, but I, it was always that awkwardness that like I'm with his real, I always felt like I was his real son, and, but he was such a fucking lovely guy, mate, you know what I mean, like, but he seemed to have taught you well, and he seemed to well, have, well he did, mate, good, good uh, characteristics, mm-hmm. any fuck up afterwards because of me, Exactly. He would have talked about if I if I lived by his standards, I'd have been a better guy. You know what I mean? But you're a good guy, man. You need to stop fucking putting yourself down. It's been a lot of work. You know what I mean to get here. Mm -hmm. This has been fucking four years of change since I met Ashley. 
she's but good because she doesn't tell me to change, but I know I need to change. Exactly, you can't tell people. To, you can't tell people to change. Mm-hmm. What are you saying, bro? Five minutes. You can't uh, tell people to change. People need to change themselves. So again, when people have got problems and people try to force it upon them, mm-hmm. you can't do that. People need to realise where they're going on. You can kind of try and plant the seed, but you've got to believe that you you want to change yourself and you need to change. You can't change for anybody else's life. It's bad. Even talking to you, obviously you're good at fucking the chatting, but even talking to you tonight, mate, I want to go home and do something positive. But you do positive, mate. You get gigs every fucking week. Mm-hmm. You need to constantly. No, I mean, I mean, in me, like aye, within, within mass, like you can, myself. You know uh-huh. what I mean, like because what people don't, people concentrate on the things they have not got instead of the things they have got, mate. And you're doing big things, man. Fuck the past. The past mm-hmm. is done, mate. Obviously, if you need to go and get help or speak to somebody, maybe about the problems about your stepdad, mm-hmm. because there's some obviously rooted problems there, including myself, man. I'm scared to fucking dig, man. I've said it before. I'm scared to dig in case. I dig it all back up and I have a nervous breakdown because we've got too much pride, man. We've got too much ego. We don't want to be hurted. We don't want to be showing emotion. But emotions are good, man. I've, oh, I've been doing this fucking green. Do no, you know what I mean? Cause it's good to just know it. It's just a build up for years, man. Releasing. Oh, there's that man mentality in it. Like yeah. You can't be sad. Mm-hmm. Sometimes so you just got to have a good yeah. fucking greet, man. We're all fucking sad anyway. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So what's the problem? Mm-hmm. We just let it out, man. And let fucking nature take its course, mate. Get one of the Himalayan salt candles. Himalayan salt candles, mate. They're the one. Take it all the negativity, oh, mate. Fuck, take it all the dry air. When you get sponsored with one of them. Hello, babe. Hi, babe. How are you? I'm alright, babe. Are you? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm not. I'm just settling beside her now. The two kids are really no well. What are you, what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the podcast. We have got to go, right? <gasps> okay. Right. Are you naked? Love. No. It's my life. <laughs> 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 Is that you getting called him? That's me getting called him, mate. That's my fucking my kebab ready, probably. <laughs> Vegetarian, though. Vegetarian. Yeah. You want to promote any of your stuff or you go back to say? So I've got a solo up? show on the 18th of March, uh, the Rotunda. Other ones are sold out. Yeah, but aye, if you want to come to that, go to my comedy page. What's uh, the comedy Falls page? Comedian. Get all the info at Kwame Gaza. Get them Gary Falls comedian, uh, look into the camera with the fingers pointing. Uh, c- come and see me. This is, uh, this is natural style. This isn't uh, a guy pointing at a camera and saying, "Oh, fat boy, look, look in the lens." I'm, I'm quite starstruck because the big man's a fish and chip guy for fucking BBC The Social. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's gave me so much good. I, I, I swear to God, mate. See if I eat chips now. The first thing I think, are these chips proper crunchy? <laughs> <laughs> You've done that to me, mate. You've made me a fucking food corner, so I'm not just fucking inhale my kebab now. I'm like, oh, these chips are just not crunchy enough again, anybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, Gaza, it's been an absolute fucking pleasure, mate, and I'm aye. glad to go. And I'm going to have, I'll obviously have you back on in the future, Damn, mate. I wish you all the best. Sad stories. Fucking sad stories are good, mate. mate. I'm going to go and listen to Whitney Houston in your Jeep. <laughs> Love you, mate, and I'll speak to you soon. Cheers, bro. And we're off. Boom. Podcast Network.